I forgot to do any test recording, so we're just going to assume that this is working. It looks like it is. Oh, we're winging it. We're winging it. It's a Monday. Living on the edge. We're both tired. <laughs> we're wild men here. <laughs> Can't stop us. Can't stop, won't stop. I realize I don't have anything to say to start the show. <laughs> Mark! No! Okay, okay, I have something. I have something. Now that I think about it. Okay. Big, big, big news in the produce arena. What? I've... Well, if you if you recall, a number of weeks ago, I switched away from apples after having yeah. a few tough uh, run-ins late in the week with uh, deceptively rotten apples. Mm-hmm. And I I decided I'm gonna I'm gonna chance it again this week. Oh! So I loaded up on some Honeycrisp. I had one with dinner, and it turned out fine. So we're one for five. Mhm. So we'll see. Hoping okay. for the best. I I'm hoping for the best for you too, Mark. Yeah. I have a question for you. I feel like you you would have good answers for this. Oh, I that means I probably won't have a good answer, but let's nah, go. No, you will. What goes what goes well with Nutella? Anything? That's not that helpful. <laughs> like a spoon? Okay, I I need don't to go like, with anything, I don't, Mark. Grant, you got to work with me. <laughs> okay, I'll be more helpful. I personally, one of my staples in high school, which feels horrible to admit, and it's one of those things that I could only eat because in high school I had that bonkers high school boy metabolism, was Nutella and Eggo waffles. <laughs> they are a amazing breakfast combination that does sound good because like it just it fills all the like nooks and crannies of a waffle Mm -hmm. and just in the most chocolatey delicious and like right after you toast them if you like spread it on right away it gets kind of like melty and oh oh gosh i shouldn't have talked about this now i'm really (laughs) craving eggo waffles and nutella well and i shouldn't do that (laughs) The issue for me is that uh, toaster waffles are not not on the menu for me, mainly because I don't have a toaster. Okay, that's fine. That's probably for the best. It probably is. <laughs> what your work doesn't have a toaster? I'm not I'm gonna, sure. There's a way you could bring this my done. jar of Nutella into work and bring Eggo waffles. <laughs> are you serious? No, I am not going to do that. <laughs> that's probably good. Yes. Um, what else goes well with Nutella? Uh, pretzels and nutella are always a good snack um it gets a bit tricky when you get like deep in the jar and then it ends up being more of like pretzels and then like fingers covered in nutella what kind of pretzels are you using what depends depends on your size of jar on like how it affects the pretzel nutella combination I, i will let you know that just because of how pricey nutella is I got the oh. largest jar for the best value. Okay. For a second, I was worried you got the small jar, and I was like, oh, Mark. Nah, it's like, I don't know what it is, but it's definitely more than a pint of Nutella. Yeah, it's like <laughs> like the Costco-sized Nutella container. 
Maybe. Where like I'm not you're sure. you're gonna you're gonna get your wrist almost covered in Nutella. <laughs> yeah, to my get hand the could probably bits. fit inside the neck of it. <laughs> oh, I've got the same one in my cabinet. Don't worry. Because <laughs> now I because like I I guess I I know that pretzels go well with chocolatey things, but I never mm-hmm. make that association on my own. Like if I see chocolate covered pretzels, I'm like, oh, that's a thing that I like, and I know that. Yeah. When I go to like, have you ever seen like the Hershey's uh, snack mix stuff? Yeah. It's like yeah. pretzel nuggets and then, a whole, you know, Hershey chocolate nuggets and a whole bunch of other random stuff. And whenever yep. I look at that, like I've had it and I know that I like it, <coughs> but I can't convince myself that it's actually good. Mm-hmm. Like it just doesn't resonate in my brain as like a thing, even though I know that it would be good and would probably like. Out of all the things that I could have to kind of hit a sweet and savory tooth at the same time, it's not mm-hmm. the worst thing to have a little bit of. Yeah. So, I don't know. But I can definitely imagine, like, big, like the big six-inch long pretzel sticks. <laughs> <gasps> Ooh. Dipping those in Nutella. Yeah. Because, yeah, I've obviously if you're that. doing, like, just normal pretzels, it's going to get messy immediately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it gets messy after like the first inch into the jar <laughs> but that's part of the fun to be honest I suppose. like it's kind of fun to get messy sometimes <laughs> i don't know sorry that sounded weird that's okay that's gonna be the title <laughs> i'm writing it oh, down so that i remember god <laughs> <laughs> the second it came out of my mouth i was like oh grant this is one of those moments where you should have thought before you spoke but we wouldn't have a podcast if you did that. Yeah. That's my job, not yours. <laughs> okay. That's fine. We each have our distinct positions in this podcast. Exactly. I'm trying to think of other things that are good with Nutella. One of the things that I love that uh, oh, I don't know if you're going to have feelings about this, but you take like a a flour tortilla, spread Nutella on it, like thick Nutella. Not all over, but just like down the center. And then you throw a banana in there and then roll it up. And maybe if you're feeling spicy, throw a bit of peanut butter in there too. So I could, I could see that working with strawberries. I would need strawberries, not just bananas, just because that's how I roll. Okay. I can respect Uh, that. Because I remember the most dangerous breakfast food that would happen every few weeks in the dining hall was... Stuffed French toast stuffed with strawberries, bananas, and Nutella. <laughs> Ooh. That was a bad thing to have out and just available in large quantities. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I could do that because one of my, like, I don't eat much peanut butter at all. Um, mm. But when I do, at least if I'm having creamy peanut butter. Uh, growing mm-hmm. up, it was always on saltines, graham crackers, or tortillas. Mm-hmm. And those are, like, just things that I still like but don't have too frequently. So, like, initially I was like, oh, that sounds disgusting. But, like, I don't like peanut butter that much, but I'll just put it on a tortilla as a snack. And I know that I like that. So there's no reason I wouldn't also like it for Nutella and some fruit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I knew that I was going down a slippery slope asking you, but I have this large jar of Nutella and I just haven't really been using it because I just, I just kind of forget about it. Yeah. So that's understandable. And it's better to make use of that 
than like, ah, I have, uh, I'm having a sugar craving on a Saturday night. Let me just go get a pint of ice cream for $6 when I already have a $9 jar of Nutella that hasn't been touched too much. You might as well use it. Exactly. Also, if you're ever making like pancakes or something, that's a solid combination. Yeah, I'm sure it would be. I just, Um, I like maple syrup too much. Yeah. I, I could have foreseen that answer. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I know that I would like it. And if I were in a fruity mood and happened to also have strawberries around, that would be good. God, what's with these strawberries, Mark? I don't, like, strawberries are just my favorite fruit to have with other things. Dear Lord. Growing up, like, strawberry waffles and strawberry pancakes were always my top choice. Jesus. The strawberry okay. crepes at OPH. Oh, yeah, no. Killer. That's cheating. No, it's that not. That is so cheating. How is that cheating? Those are so delicious, and it's not even fair because I can't argue against it. Yeah, but like that's that's how I feel when I put strawberries with things. But not with everything. Like, well, not, those yeah, are not with special. everything, but like strawberries and chocolate is one of my favorite combinations, uh. and strawberries on various bready items such as pancakes yeah. and French toast and waffles just really hit the spot for me i've really been craving chocolate covered strawberries but they're just i don't want to go you through the just... process of making them why not because then you have hard. to melt the chocolate and then that uses a lot How of chocolate hard it is to melt chocolate it's messy man <laughs> then you lick up the mess that's why you got a tongue bro not on the hot pan that you're eating up the chocolate in okay you let Wait, are you heating it straight in a pan or are you using a double boiler here? I don't know what a double boiler is, so no, not that. Whoa, I'm about to change your chocolate game forever, bro. I bet you're not. I can Google it myself, but I'm probably not going to buy any other things. No, like, do you have any sort of, like, heat-proof bowl that's bigger than your, like, some kettle that you have? Uh, no. What the? Go to Walmart and buy a $1 bowl then. Well, the bowl needs to be bigger than the thing, and it's not. (laughs) I have bowls, but they're cereal bowls. (laughs) You don't have, like, any, like, heat-proof mixing bowl? Like a... I actually just bought, so... Like a um, metal or glass mixing bowl? The other week, I bought some coffee cake mix, because I wanted to make coffee cake. And then I realized, oh, well, first of all, like, I have this glass baking pan... Um, that I've had for a while, and it works well. Mm-hmm. But I kind of remember, oh, that's right, that is why I don't bake too much, because I still haven't gotten oven mitts. Um, oh, Jesus, so, I, so I've just been using, like, my you drying... You don't have oven mitts? I've just been using my uh, dish towels. Oh, thank God. For a second, I thought you were going to say dryer sheets when I heard you say drying. What? No. My, I was my, like, that's a terrible idea. I would use my dish towels, but it's still not great. But it works in a pinch. Um, it's kind of chefy though. Using just like a, yeah, a towel? Yeah, it's, it's better with like an aluminum baking pan. Yeah. But the versus a glass baking dish, which has a, a contains a lot more heat typically. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a lot of, that's a lot of thermal energy held in that puppy. Yeah, but so I, so I bought this coffee cake mix and then I also realized, well, every time I've made pancakes, I've just made them in cereal bowls because I also don't have any mixing bowls. So I ran to Target and got some mixing bowls, but I just got like plastic mixing bowls. Okay. So... I understand well, the concept of a double boiler, having Googled it. 
and it is a yeah. possibility. It's still not likely that I will go get a large amount of chocolate chips and make myself chocolate-covered strawberries anytime soon. Okay, that's But fine. it's still a possibility out there. We'll stick with the Nutella for now. Yeah, Nutella's a good, like, in-between because you don't got to melt it. Yeah. It's just, like, always delicious and ready to go. Yeah. Man, Google Docs has been a big pain in the butt. It's not updating like it should. I just had to refresh the page to see that you had added your comic. Really? Yeah. The same thing happened when I was I recorded with Jack and Michaela yesterday, and I was like, why is nobody in the document? Like, why is nothing changing? And then I had to refresh the page for anything to work. Hmm. It's kind of doing the exact opposite of what Google Docs is supposed to do. <laughs> yeah. The whole point is that it updates, like, while you're there. Yeah, I know. I don't know what the deal is. <sighs> oh, well. Let's move on. We have a foul language comic by Brian Gordon. Uh, we have a two ducks, uh, presumably a male duck and a female duck. The male duck has his head in, head in one hand and a frying pan in his other hand. And he is saying, I can't believe I ruined dinner again. Oh my God, I suck at everything. And the female duck says, hey, shut your mouth. No one talks about the people I love like that. And the banner underneath the comic says, number one life hack. Find someone who will always stick up for you, especially when you're being the bully. That's one of the sweetest comics we've ever had, Grant. I know. But I couldn't help reading... Uh, in my head, what the male duck was saying in your head, <laughs> in in your in your voice, is what I was hearing when I was saying that. <laughs> what the heck? No, that's not where I'm taking this comment. No, I know, I know, it's not. It's just uh, that's just what it sounded like in my head. Is like that's the sort of thing. <laughs> that's the sort of uh, mini tirade that you would just go on. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. I can't argue with that. <laughs> take take us where you want to go, though. So there's two places I want to go. One is a short rant that I'm gonna. I'm going to try to keep short. And that's about the concept of life hacks. Okay. <laughs> and I, I'm i assuming that as a intelligent young man yourself, you, you might have the same opinion of life hacks as I do, is that they're stupid. They never work. Like, all those, like, stupid life hack videos on YouTube, they're always just, like, crap that's, like, either useless or, like, borderline dangerous. <laughs> and it's just like a terrible idea but yet they like get tons of views and it's just it's aggravating it's just so dumb yeah like it's normally harder than doing like the normal thing <laughs> like the whole like put your like phone in a like solo cup that you've cut out some intricate holes in to make like a like a speaker buy a freaking like two dollar go to like goodwill and buy a speaker for like five bucks and it'll actually amplify your phone or put it in a cereal bowl either way it's a dumb <laughs> life hack and just like they all suck and they're all stupid and i wanted to rant about that just because like but grant when I read this it's comment, condensed into just... a 10 second gif that means that it's easy <laughs> yeah millennials need to develop a longer attention span because this is bs <laughs> I'm not dealing with this crap for much longer. Okay, so we're on board. Life hacks and how they are typically presented via BuzzFeed and similar entities are dumb. I agree. Yes. Okay. 
But the real thing that I wanted to get to with this comic is I wanted to, I don't know, have a bit of a conversation about the value of having, I guess I'll call it like positive people in your life or constructive people in your life. I think you can kind of assume what I mean by this based on the context of the comic mm-hmm. of like people who are genuinely good people to have in your life and what value you see in building those relationships and I guess it's kind of a follow-up of follow-up question like how do you feel like you've built those relationships in your life up to this point do you feel like they've been conscious decisions or do you feel like often you've kind of happened into these sorts of relationships and then seize on those opportunities once you kind of notice that oh this is a good person to have in my life um i mean for me partially just i don't know almost entirely due to the nature of how college went in that way it was almost always happenstance until i I mean i don't know i feel like for me it's basically it's it's happenstance slash like, I tend to immediately um, kind of size someone up in a sense. And, you know, I, I don't say that, I don't think that I like judge people immediately or anything like that. But, you know, right away, I kind of feel like, oh, I click this, click with this person or I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it kind of goes from there. And then it really wasn't until the last year when it was, when I knew that, oh, like, I'm going to be moving away. Everybody's going to be moving away. Uh, that I started making more concerted efforts to really uh, say, okay, this is a person I'm going to keep talking to. This isn't a person that I'm going to keep talking to, you know. But I mean, most of the friends that I made were up through high school. Mm-hmm. And then since then, it's either it's been basically, uh, all right, either I'm going to keep talking to them or I'm not. And that's mm-hmm. just kind of how it's been for me as far as figuring out who is helpful in my life and who isn't. Mm-hmm. But I think I've been pretty lucky to not have too many uh, negative people or people who have caused undue stress or problems in my life uh, throughout it. So, yeah. Okay. Do you... Uh, no, I don't know. I'm, I have a thought in my mind and I'm like struggling to articulate it at this moment. Do you feel that you've had relationships in your life that at one time you thought like, this is, this person's a really positive influence on my life. But then like down the line, you're just like, I don't know, this is kind of a, an anchor on me and like transition into i don't want to say like dropping that relationship but that becoming less of a crucial crucial relationship to you yeah i i think that that's a thing that happens with a lot of friendships like i don't think that there are many if really any people who i can point at that's like oh i made a conscious decision to remove or distance this person in my life because that's just not how i roll yeah uh, I, I'm just not the sort of person who tends to do that, but uh, I've both been on the receiving end of that uh, a few times, 
but most of the time it's just a luckily an unspoken we're kind of all on the same page that like we're both just kind of doing our own thing a bit more now and like if we wind up in the same place or hang out or whatever cool it works out fine but you don't worry about it too much beyond that okay you know uh, okay because from what i know about you mark i like i feel like you're a very intentional person person when it comes to your relationships with those around you and i guess what i was kind of maybe it's just because of the way our relationship dynamic works is i feel like we've talked about this before that more often than not you're the one initiating things with me mm-hmm. and we we've clearly agreed on that and I I just kind of assume that I know it's not what happens in all your relationships, but I kind of assume that maybe at least slightly more than half your relationships, that's generally how some things go, which maybe is a horrible assumption to make. Well, I think like that that is pretty accurate, and I think that like for me, there's a difference between intentionally saying okay i'm going to do su- such and such things to maintain this relationship slash cut it like for me the reason that i reach out to people like most of it is just like that's how i that's that's how i am when i view that like oh we're friends mm-hmm. you know like part of it is just i grew up with a lot of friends who like are more like you <laughs> essentially like uh in a lot of situations i am the one who has to reach out and i realize that um and like it doesn't bother me it's just a difference in how people uh, how 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 their minds work like it's not a uh an implication that you know one person cares more than another it's just how it is Mm -hmm. um but i i guess like i've never thought of reaching out to people or talking to people as like a, I don't know, too much of an intentional thing. Like, I sort of just do it within the confines of where I feel like the relationship is at regardless. Mm-hmm. So like, even if I think like, oh, person X is a really good person to have in my life. If we just haven't really connected in that way. Um, then like I'll reach out in the same way that I've normally reached out every once in a while, but you know, they're doing their own thing or whatever. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like a lot of it is just sort of making specific decisions and voicing that and letting that establish a new dynamic, which is like what happened with this podcast, (laughs) you know, like we hung out for a while in the summer and then I, put it out as a thing and so now we do it we talk all the time mm-hmm. and same with a person who i'm pen pals with you know I, it was like you know you're someone that i'd like to stay in contact with i know that you're a very busy person um and we don't have some background of like calling on the phone or anything like that so like would you like to just like write letters and we'll do that when we have time um and, and that sort of stuff like i just kind of do it within the confines of the dynamic that exists. And if I feel like there's some new way to establish that, then cool. Otherwise I'm typically pretty fine with how things are. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. Hmm. Let me ask you this then. Have you, has there been a change in your mind, whether it's you reaching out or just how you view the relationships that you have, has that changed um, significantly since like between high school and college and college to now being out of college? Or has it been more of a, has it been more steady than it has been a drastic change? Um, I definitely don't think it's been steady. I think it's changed a lot over the past, like, I don't know, seven, eight years of my life. I feel like in, in high school, the people that I was friends with, I don't even necessarily know for sure. Like, like I was friends with them because we got along well, but it wasn't, it wasn't ever like really a conscious decision it was just like because like i have a couple very very long-term friends who like i've been friends with since early elementary school to be honest and then i have like friends that i met through them along the way um and then like i had friends that i met through activities but it was just it was always just something that felt like it happened um And I never really put in, I never felt like I was putting in effort into those relationships at the time. And in my like level of maturity, it was never something that even like crossed my mind of like, oh yeah, maintaining friendships. That's important. I'm going to put effort into these relationships. Um, so it was something that was just, it was just something that was there. And then as I transitioned into college, Especially when I became an RA and became, I guess, a little bit more isolated from my peer group and the fact that, like, my whole peer group, it felt like, was living together, essentially. Like, living on the same floor of dorm buildings and stuff like that, where I was in, like, a completely separate building. It felt like I had to put more effort into maintaining those relationships. And in college, it was because my friendships and the people that I decided to associate with, it became more of a, more of a conscious decision than just like a, this is what's happening because I enjoy spending time with these people. So we're friends now. And I think as college went on, it became increasingly more and more a conscious decision and having to put effort into relationships in order to actually maintain them and be friends with people. And then now since graduating college and kind of being off on my own with a large geographical distance between me and people who I would consider my friends, it's like, it's been a big jump, I guess, in the fact that now it's even more effort to maintain these relationships with people and it's even more of a conscious decision and like buying into relationships because it feels like there really aren't any relationships that I have anymore that I can just kind of take for granted of like, oh yeah, I run into this person and so we hang out just by happenstance and we're friends. If there's a friendship that I want to maintain, it has to, it feels like it has to always be a conscious decision for me at this point in my life. Well, because... So that that's kind of what I was getting at is like, yes, I'm intentional in how I 
just approach talking to people and all that sort of stuff. I always have been. Or not, I'm not going to say always, but like I've grown to the point where I've been doing that for a while. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't until like knowing that I was going to be moving and stuff that it was like you realize, hey, everybody is going to be doing their own thing in different places and have a limited amount of time. Mm-hmm. And all of us need to figure out how does that time intersect with each other. Yeah. And, and that's just sort of the reality of being an adult is, you know, like I, I have a bunch of people who I still consider my friends, but say like say like Max and I, mm-hmm. we're, we've been at the point like we've known each other for, I don't know, whatever, 15 years, however long it's been, 16, 17 years, I don't know. Um, and you just, we're both very comfortable, just like, yeah, we're best friends. And it's not like a, it just is a thing. And when we happen to find the time to talk, then cool uh it's just like before it's not a big deal um and i think that i try to get to that point with as many people as not as many people as i can but like the people who feel that way like or it feels like that's a possibility then that's something i try to work towards um but also it's just a difference in dynamic like developing and establishing the dynamic uh, moving forward mm-hmm. and so like for example you and i because we were sort like always like friends but like off and on i didn't see each other talk to each other for a while <laughs> uh mm-hmm. it was like uh i kind of felt like okay like i'm gonna be moving you don't know what you're doing with your life at that time and so <laughs> <Accurate>. <laughs> we just need to Accurate. we just need to figure out something to do you know and that's kind of what I did with a lot of people. It was just sort of like whether they were newer friends or, um, you know, things that just kind of like, oh, we had started hanging out again or whatever. Uh, you need to reestablish that. And then there are some people where it's just like we never really had any specific dynamic. We'd always sort of just hung out whenever and it still always worked out. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just don't worry about it too much. Um, so I don't know. But I think it is just a matter of. Every, every, everybody is uh, everybody has less time is it really less time or everybody has a different way that time's distributed now uh, I'm or not sure actually... if, it, if it matters too much um, like from a just a I, how about this because the time is distributed for each individual person in your life you have less time for them Okay. At least that's sort of how it feels, where before in college, it's like, oh, you can either easily hang out as a group or Mm -hmm. see each other walking around. But now it's like there are certain friends who are just we don't have the dynamic where we talk on the phone like we could, but we don't. Yeah. And so you just have to figure out some other way to maintain contact or to see each other in person when you happen to have the chance. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's just sort of. Uh, the hard thing you have to especially with distance you have to carve out different kinds of time yeah to uh, maintain relationships okay that makes sense I guess yeah shall we move on uh I suppose we can if you're of a mind to 
I'm I'm okay with that. I'm just looking at where we're at and feeling like we should move on because hopefully sounds good. My comic will be significantly less serious. <laughs> oh goody! <laughs> I'm glad I chose a slightly serious comic then because. I was on the verge of choosing something incredibly dumb. <laughs> you did quite well, Grant. Aw, thanks, Mark. Well, this week you've chosen a Phoebe and her unicorn comic by Dana Simpson. And so in this comic, Phoebe, I presume, is riding the unicorn, and the unicorn says, Unicorn exchange gifts. Only rarely. And Phoebe asks, why? So few things are as lovely as we. Anything you could get us will be inferior to us, and thus a disappointment. And Phoebe says, You also don't have any pockets to put stuff in. The unicorn replies, There's that little pragmatic consideration okay that was are you sure unicorns don't have pockets mark uh i don't know i'm i'm base i'm basing this on their uh canon not mine <laughs> okay unicorns got a scarf and leg warmers that's what i was noticing i was like why do they got <laughs> leg warmers low key because it's hip <laughs> is it hip though straight out of the 80s <laughs> I was going to say, it's like, it's retro hip. <laughs> oh. J- jazzercise hip. Jazzercise hip. Mark, I know, I'm sure you have a silly place to take your comic, but before that, can I hijack this for a second? Please. How would you describe your personal style? <laughs> <laughs> um, I really am curious about how you describe this. I don't have a good way to describe it, like, because I feel like the description is just what I wear. Like, I don't know. I would say, I would say it's some amount of, um, like not utilitarian. I have a bit more pizzazz than that. Ooh, Uh, pizzazz filled utilitarian. (laughs) Not much more than than just utilitarian. (laughs) I don't know, pr- practical without looking too much like a dad. Okay. <laughs> I guess. Without like, looking too much. See, that's like a, that's a very apt description of your style, I think. <laughs> I think like, you're pretty I, self-aware, Mark. <laughs> I, I do my best. <laughs> I mean, we've okay. already talked about your your aesthetic and your style many times. So. Oh, yeah. Well, because I, <laughs> I have a highly diste- developed, disteloped. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Mark, we got to start recording earlier. It's not my fault, man. I'm always ready. <laughs> I know. It's my fault. It is. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so where are you taking this? Well, it, it actually, your question about style bleeds perfectly into it. I want to talk to you about pockets, Grant. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> That's okay. Um, so, I want to know what your general pocket arrangement is. 
what you, what you use your pockets for given different um, pants arrangements and other things that you are carrying with you. So this is a thing that has evolved over the years. That's what I'm, I'm just curious about right now. That's all I care about. All you care about is right now? Right now. Right let's now? Say, let's say you're wearing a pair of jeans slash slacks. I assume that it's not too different. Oh, it might it might be different, Mark. That's fine. You just let me know. I'm curious now. So, so when you say the word slacks, I'm imagining like dress slacks. Yeah. In which case, nothing goes in my pockets. Hmm, if I'm okay. wearing dress pants and there's any way to avoid putting things in my pockets, I avoid it because... So where do you put stuff? In a secondary bag or leave it behind because really, do I need it? So like um, phone, wallet, keys. The classic triple of necessary items. Yeah, so sometimes when I'm wearing dress locks, I'm wearing a sport coat. Crap's going in the pockets of the sport coat because okay. that the lines of a sport coat hide crap better than pants do. And I don't want to... I don't want to ruin the lines of like a nicely fitted pair of pants, you know? Sure, sure. With like a bulky set of keys that are like in my front right pocket or something. It's like, what's he got in there? You know? <laughs> Does he have keys or is he just happy to see me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that whole deal. <laughs> okay, so okay. I, that, that's fair. That's reasonable. In, so in terms of slacks, that's kind of my, if I can avoid it, I do. Okay, what about um, jeans? With, like, jeans or any pair of, like, shorts or something, it's normally phone in the right pocket, and then okay. if I am going without a bag, that time I'm out or whatever, wallet's in the left pocket, pickpockets hit me up. No, left rear. Pickpockets okay. hit me up. Now you know where my wallet sits. Um, And... But if I keys? if I have any uh, keys are I have a carabiner on my keys. So if it's a less formal setting, like if I'm just like grocery shopping or something, and I don't have a bag with me, keys are like carabinered to one of my belt loops. Hmm, okay. Typically the right just side dangling right handed. Or... Yeah, just dangling. Right. I wear like I I think I wear like tight enough fitting, not tight, but like. <laughs> Fit enough shirts that they're not like jangling around because like the bottom of the shirt kind of corrals them a little bit. Sure, that makes sense. Um, but if I have a bag, the only thing that's in my pockets is the phone. The other things are off of my direct person and in my bag. Okay. Because I'm a I'm a big proponent of man bags. Mm -hmm. I know it's. Many people think I look stupid. They're like, yo, you look like some millennial trash hipster. You look like... What kind like... of man bag do you mean? Like a messenger bag? No, it's a man bag. It's not a messenger bag. Okay, you just... I feel like we've already had this argument, <laughs> but like, when I say messenger bag and you know what I'm saying, does it accurately describe enough what I mean? Somewhat. So when you say, when you say messenger bag... I just I mean picture, something like an over-the-shoulder thing. So a small over-the-shoulder bag, and specifically okay. small because it's too small to fit a like laptop or anything in it. I see. Is a it's a distinct feature of it is that like you couldn't 
fit these sorts of things and so it's distinctly like a small the purpose is distinctly towards being like a bag and not a yes. I'm on, I, I'm backpack alternative you know i got you okay so i was just curious what's your pocket sitch um it's pretty similar phone in the front right wallet in the back left regardless Ooh, of what i'm wearing front what? bold move what you're putting something in the front pocket you don't put you put your phone in the rear right pocket i loathe the heck? having things in my front oh, pocket my. i hate it more than anything man hmm. okay yep nope front right always with the phone Oh, um, wow. I do not understand people who put their phone in in their rear pocket. That makes zero sense to me. Um, but I think, like, for me, it's basically like, I want to be able to sit down without taking my phone out of my pocket. That means I want to be able to front. sit down without taking the phone out of, out of my pocket and it's stabbing me in the hip. It doesn't stab me in the hip, and I have a very big phone, so I don't know what your problem is. But, but I got that's neither here nor there. You probably Mark. wear more tight-fitting pants than I do anyway. So True. Um, so that's always that. Keys in the front left. Um, if I am going for a walk or I have a, basically only if I'm going specifically for a walk and I'm going to be walking around with my backpack, will I, um, throw things in the backpack? Um, like I'll put, you know, especially if I'm walking around, like I only need the keys to get in and out of my apartment. So I'll just throw them in my backpack. Um, I will put my phone in one of the water bottle holders on the side. Okay. But that is mostly just so it is a consistently good distance away from Bluetooth headphones. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then the wallet, it just sort of depends on the feeling I'm in. Most of the time I kind of forget and I'll still leave it in my pocket. Um, sometimes I'll just be like, eh, I'll throw it in the backpack, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm pretty, I like to be pretty consistent. Like if I'm wearing jeans, which I don't like to do, um, and they're like a little tighter than the khaki shorts that I normally wear. Uh, then I will throw the keys in my backpack. Uh, like that's what I did while teaching. I only kept my phone on me and put my keys in my wallet in my backpack. Mm-hmm. Uh, dress pants. I typically, I do try to get the, uh, most of the time when I'm wearing dress pants, it's for band. <laughs> so there's yeah. that. And so then the keys will go in a pocket in my mallet bag. And mm-hmm. I keep my phone on me because I need it typically either as a tuner or a metronome. And I need my wallet on me because dampening snare drums. Ah, uh, yes. So the wallet is always in my back pocket unless it's on a drum. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's always my situation. And then the shorts that I'm wearing right now are my favorite because they have a, they are sort of like um, handyman khaki things where they have like the hammer loop. In the, like, midway down the thigh. Oh, my god! That's sort of discreet, though. Like, it's just a thing. Discreet? I don't use that. It's not discreet. No, they're not, like, trust me. These aren't, like, really stiff, sturdy. Okay. Like, they just they're, have that sort of design. Like hardcore canvas. No, no nothing pants. like that. Because uh, I'd be uncomfortable and hot. Um, but so I don't use that butt loop. I was just giving you an idea of what, I, of what these are. Okay. But, but on the right side, they have a mid-thigh pocket except it's not like a cargo short pocket i don't have any shorts like that anymore it's just like a almost like a seam was cut out so it's just kind of like a yeah yeah a patch that's just kind of like there yeah i know what you're talking about and so that's where i keep my headphones most of the time 
Okay. So they're you perfect. Keep headphones they're perfect on your that. person. Uh, yeah, like going to work and stuff and all that. Like that's just where they go. If I'm wearing, if I'm wearing those shorts, I have other pairs of shorts that don't have that. And then it's always a frustration where it's like, oh, I walk into a store or a restaurant or whatever. I need to find somewhere to put my headphones, and I'm just annoyed because I don't have that pocket there. And it's like, well, I don't want to put them in my back pocket because that's really annoying. I'm not going to put them in with my keys because that's a whole mess. Oh, yeah. I don't really want to put them with my phone, but that's normally where they end up. Okay. So. Mm. Sweet. I just wanted to to get all that out of the way because I was curious. Yeah. Pockets are interesting. 